tortoise. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, hundreds are still missing a week after a boat carrying migrants capsized off the coast of Greece. What do we know about what happened? And what questions does it raise about how the European Union manages the issue of migrants crossing the Mediterranean? That's after a short break. I'm watching a video that was filmed last Friday at the port of Kalamata in Greece. In it, you can see a young man called Mohammed. He's crying as he holds his older brother Fadi's arms through a metal barricade. Mohammed looks tired and bruised, while Fadi, who's travelled from the Netherlands, looks relieved as he kisses his brother's head. It is an emotional reunion, but for hundreds of other relatives of people on the boat, the picture looks more bleak. Tonight, a desperate search for survivors in the waters off southern Greece after a fishing boat overloaded with migrants capsized and sank. Nearly 80 bodies have been recovered and more than 100 survivors rescued. The boat was believed to be heading from Libya to Italy. Around 750 men, women and children were packed onto the fishing vessel when it capsized off the coast of Greece at around 2 in the morning last Wednesday. The majority of people on board were from Egypt, Syria, Pakistan and Palestine. While more than 100 people were rescued, the United Nations has said up to 500 people are still missing, making it one of the worst disasters in the Mediterranean Sea. Now, a search and rescue operations found no new survivors, nor recovered more bodies from the boat carrying hundreds of migrants, which sank off the coast of Greece on Wednesday. The overloaded vessel sank in one of the deepest parts of the Mediterranean Sea. People at the port have been crowding around the same metal barricade as Fadi, but rather than holding on to their relatives, they're holding up their phones, waiting for news. Each phone shows a picture of a friend or a family member. They ask survivors whether they recognise the person in the picture and whether they know what happened to them. My brother was definitely on the ship with one of the guys that is here. He's confirmed it. They were sitting together, they ate together when they could. He, they survived and he never survived, so he must have gone into the water. While relatives ask questions about their loved ones, there are even more questions for the Greek authorities. At 11am on Tuesday, the Greek authorities first make contact with the fishing vessel and say those on board didn't want their help. Greek authorities initially said the Coast Guard kept its distance from the migrant boat, as their assistance had been declined. But by the early afternoon, Alarm Phone, an emergency hotline for migrants in trouble at sea, received its first distress call from a passenger. Another call to the hotline from a passenger a few hours later gave the boat's coordinates, which were passed on to Frontex, the EU's border force, and to the Greek authorities. Minutes after that call, another came through, saying the boat wasn't moving and the captain had left in a small boat. Greece's Coast Guard claimed the boat had still been on course for Italy and wasn't in need of rescue. But tracking data from other ships in the area show the overcrowded vessel didn't move for at least seven hours before it capsized. Commercial ships nearby arrived with food and water, but the Greek Coast Guard didn't arrive until 10.40pm to observe the boat from a distance. At first, the Coast Guard said 
that they hadn't thrown a rope to the boat. Now they admit that they did. Well, the Greek authorities are under mounting pressure to explain their role in this tragedy because new claims have emerged suggesting the boat capsized after coast guards attached a rope to it. Survivors say the Coast Guard then towed the boat with ropes tied in the wrong places, causing it to capsize, something Greek authorities deny. The UN has now called for an investigation into Greece's handling of the disaster, and it raises further questions about how the EU manages the issue of migrants crossing the Mediterranean. How does appreciation feel to you? A rising rush of warmth? A building wave of confidence. At Reward Gateway Eden Red, we know appreciation appreciates in value. Starting with people, radiating through companies to transform their performance and productivity. Capture the power of appreciation with our total employee experience platform. What happened on Wednesday underscores the need to investigate people smugglers and human traffickers and ensure they are brought to justice. This is Jeremy Lawrence, a spokesperson for the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees. The High Commissioner reiterated his call to states to open up more regular migration channels, enhance responsibility sharing, ensure arrangements for the safe and timely disembarkation of all people rescued at sea. Since the boat capsized, nine Egyptian nationals have been arrested for people smuggling on charges including provoking a shipwreck and negligent mass murder. All of them deny the charges. Passengers allegedly paid $4,500 each for the crossing. We've been told stories of passengers drinking their own urine and sucking liquid from melting refrigerators on board because water ran out early into the crossing. In Pakistan, 12 people have been arrested for sending people to Libya, where the boat first set off from, for the onward journey to Europe. Greece has declared three days of national mourning, and authorities say the attention should be on the smugglers, not on them. Protesters in Athens and other cities blame the Coast Guard and the EU for the disaster. The tragedy comes just one week after the EU agreed to reform the bloc's migrant and asylum rules. Once fully approved, the deal will allow member states to fast-track asylum procedures on the EU's external borders and more easily send refused asylum seekers to so-called safe countries outside the bloc. According to the International Organisation for Migration, since 2014, more than 27,000 migrants are either dead or missing in the Mediterranean. The forces driving the mass movement of people, like global inequality and climate change, will remain deadly unless there are safe and legal routes to a better life elsewhere. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written and mixed by Imi Harper. Tortoise. 